You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now let's dive into today's episode. The growth phase for small and solo business owners presents a unique set of challenges that flow on from the startup phase. Hello, boss, and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I'm sharing five things that'll possibly need upgrading or maybe remodeling as you embark on this next level of growth in your business. When you first start out, you're focused on getting things going, gaining experience, establishing your reputation in the industry securing clients, testing your services, and building a consistent revenue base. And let's face it, in many respects, it's a sequence of calculated guesses to see what works. With time though, your business challenges will change. You may not be struggling to get clients anymore, but instead the demand on your time and your business creates new pressure systems. Increased workload, more deadlines, more to stay on top of, less flexibility, and maybe even a little less joy. It's at this point you discover the challenges of serving more clients, which can of course seem like a good problem to have on the outside, but in reality, it causes a huge amount of strain. This can result in a constant state of stress, poor sleep, and let's face it, if you don't actually get it resolved, it could mean burnout. I wanted to have this conversation with you today because I think it's really important to acknowledge what worked in the beginning perhaps isn't going to work for you in this new cycle of your business. No one can give you a manual on how to run your business. You've got to go through all the stages yourself. And I think it's important to normalize that you're going to encounter challenges through all of the stages. So I know you're pretty keen to go through these five things that may need upgrading or remodeling. So let's get into it. The first one is to distill and refine your focus. Typically, when you're starting out, you'll be putting all the things out there. I mean, you bring to the table a lot of experience, both life experience and also experience in your career. And so you're going to be testing the ideas to ultimately see what works for the market, but also for you, the business owner. Over time, though, you'll get a real feel for what is working and what is not working. And you don't need to fall into the trap that just because I've always offered a certain type of service that I need to continue to offer that moving forward, especially if what you're currently doing is no longer lighting you up. It no longer feels right. You are the boss of your business and you get to choose what your business looks and feels like at every stage in your business. And so I've got a few tools here that might help you with uh, uncovering what that might be. So first and foremost, and this may come as no surprise to you if you are familiar with my content and the way I work, is come back to the bedrock of your business, which is your vision, your mission, and your values. These three things will tell you so much about what it is that you want your business to be, what you stand for, where you're going, how you're going to get there, and how you want to be operating inside your business. 
But I know you want something a little more specific in relation to this particular challenge. So I've got four questions uh, for you to ask yourself. The first thing is, what do I enjoy doing or offering? What do I enjoy doing or offering? As a service-based business owner, you're going to want to enjoy the work that you do because you're in there doing the work for your clients. The second one is what is profitable? If you are unable to generate a profit from your business, then it is not sustainable in the long term. So whatever you're doing and offering, it needs to be profitable. The third thing is, what is the exact problem that I want to solve? So there are so many problems out there that I know you can solve, but what problem is it that you want to solve? That is the key question here. And the fourth one is, what impact do I want to make? And that's in some ways linked back to your vision. What impact do I want to make? So those four questions are, what do I enjoy doing or offering? What is profitable? What exact problem do I want to solve? And what impact do I want to make with my business? Be sure to spend time with those questions because I truly, truly believe that finding solutions in your business is simply about asking yourself the right questions. All right, let's move on to the next thing that may need upgrading in this growth phase of your business. And this is the people who you work with. You might call it your ideal client or simply just your clients in general. As service-based business owners, who you work with is as equally as important as what you do. Working with clients can be quite an intimate process and if your clients are not aligned or you've got overstep boundaries or a clash of values, no one's feeling very happy in this situation or satisfied. And let's be honest, this can actually leave you with a huge amount of stress. So given that step number one was all about refining your offer and your positioning, this is really about making sure that you are working with the right people or the people that feel good moving forward. By this point, you've probably worked with a lot of people and you have a pretty good idea about the type of people who you enjoy working with, the type of people or the type of clients who are aligned, the type of clients who have the exact problem that you enjoy solving. So it's at this point that I really encourage you to take a step back and really think about who that dream client is moving forward. They don't necessarily need to fit into a certain sort of demographic per se. It's actually more about fit. And the best way to know which clients fit is through experience. It's through working with different types of clients. Over time, invariably, you'll discover the type of client who works, the type of client who gets really great outcomes and results through working with you, the type of client who you enjoy working with, and conversely, who enjoys working with you because you know it's got to work both ways. And so thinking about those past clients is a really great way to define who it is that you want to work with moving forward and really shaping that next level dream client based on those real life experiences as opposed to a hypothesis that you might have uh, designed in the early days. Okay, so far we have covered refining or distilling your offer and services. 
your dream clients. Next up, I'm going to talk about systems, processes, and frameworks. And you are going to hear me talk a lot about this in this podcast. Why? Because I believe that in every sustainable and profitable business, therein lies a solid business foundation. And whilst it may not necessarily be a priority or a focus in the startup phase of your business, it certainly will in the growth phase. If you're doing everything in a manual way, you begin to expose weaknesses. You'll struggle to remember and stay on top of all of the things. And this is where things begin to slip through the cracks. I'm sure you've heard of the saying, you'll either have more time than money or more money than time. In the early days, Time is something that you'll probably have plenty of, but at this point, it is a precious resource. And unless you create solid systems, automations, and processes in your business, it will be inefficient. And inefficiency is a sunk cost, which will ultimately prevent you from achieving that next level of growth. But something that you might not have considered is the impact that it will have on your service delivery. Here's the thing, if your clients are constantly waiting for you to have the time to be able to get back to them, to let them know their part in the process of this service, they're going to be left feeling really frustrated. And that problem could be solved by simple processes or automations or workflows or whatnot. So that's why it is so important. I think often we think about systems as alleviating pressure for the business owner. Yes, absolutely, that's true. But it's also about the client and the client experience. If you have very little by way of systems, it can feel like you have a big mountain to climb at this point. I want to assure you that you don't need to do it all in one day. In fact, I encourage you, start small. You can begin by building good workflows so that you're not tailoring your processes to each client. From there, look at creating simple automations around onboarding and offboarding clients developing templated emails to save you time. Even just implementing those few systems will make a big impact, I'm sure. I also encourage you to take a look at the online tools that are available to you because that can also make your life so much easier. I have done a blog on this in the past and I'll tag that in the show notes as well. I know that systems aren't the most exciting of topics. However, if you are working all hours in your business, doing things that could otherwise be systemized or automated, then it is definitely time well spent in getting it sorted. This brings me to the fourth topic, which is your customer experience and service delivery. In the early days of running your business, your trying to figure out what are the actual services that you are offering and also really focusing on that top end of the funnel, finding clients and nurturing prospective clients and then converting clients that you may not have fully defined what the client experience actually looks like for you inside your business and how you're going to facilitate that through the service delivery. And so at this stage in your business, it's really good to step back and actually think about what do I want that to look like? Because ultimately, you want loyal clients, raving fans of you and your business. And how you achieve that is by putting them at the center of the process, allowing them to feel important by valuing them. At the end of the day, people choosing to invest their money by working with you is an absolute privilege and therefore treating your clients in such a way that 
that they feel like you do value them. And you know what? That's what your clients will remember. Yes, of course, they'll know that you gave them an outcome or a result or transformation. But ultimately, the lasting memories come from how you made them feel and what that experience was like working with you. And that could actually be the difference between sharing that experience or sharing your uh, services with their friends or family or network. All right, we're nearly there. We've covered four so far. The first one, of course, was distilling and refining your focus. The second one was upgrading your dream client based on your experience. The third one is your systems, processes, and framework. The fourth one was your service delivery and customer service. And last but definitely not least is your pricing. In the early days, there's a high chance that your pricing is on the low side, and that is pretty normal. You may have brought into your business a decade of experience or two decades of experience or whatever, but that may not necessarily translate instantly into value at the small business level. You will probably need to get some runs on the board and to build up a good reputation. Once you have done that, though, which usually happens in the startup phase, once you've done that, though, you're going to want to do a strategic price review. You'll need to look at the time investment that you are actually putting into delivering on those services. And I think if you do do a bit of an order in that space, you'll find that you are spending a lot of time and not getting a lot of return on an hourly rate. But even more than that, you're going to want to also look at what is the transformation that happens as a result of the service that you offer your clients? What does that unlock for your clients? And then really build that also into your pricing. So this is definitely something that will need to happen in the growth phase of your business. What you offer in the early days in terms of pricing is probably not going to serve you in the long term. So I encourage you at this point to take some time out and do a thorough price review. And that will also prevent you from needing to continually up your prices over a period of time. You're much better off just doing one big price review and then upgrading your prices based on that. Another thing that I just want to quickly touch on when it comes to pricing. And this is something that you may have discovered yourself uh, in the early days. Sometimes when you're priced on the lower side, you attract a type of client who may not necessarily be in alignment. And that type of client might not necessarily fully appreciate what it is that you're delivering. And so it can actually be counterintuitive to be at the bottom end of the pricing scale in your industry, because you'll end up working with Maybe the wrong type of people that may not necessarily fully appreciate your time and value and worth. Just some food for thought there. All right, so that is the five things to look at remodeling or upgrading as you move beyond the startup phase in your business. I'll do a super quick recap and then we'll wrap things up. So the first thing is to distill and refine your focus and that relates to your services. The second one, of course, is to look at your dream client and who is that gonna be moving into this next phase of your business. The third is to upgrade your systems, processes and framework. Remembering that trying to do all of the things is an investment of your time and that is a sunk cost. 
The fourth, of course, is looking at your service delivery and making that customer experience super special for your dream client. And last but not least, of course, is your strategic price review. Thank you so much for listening. And I do hope you found this episode helpful. Just remember, every stage of business is going to bring up fresh challenges. But looking at these five things, I promise you will make such a huge impact in your business. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again, and I look forward to chatting with you next time.